Hello all, welcome to the Sit Down Comedy Podcast. Uh, this week we are doing both of uh, Hannah Gadsby's specials, Nanette and Douglas. They're both available on Netflix. Um, we're doing them together because they kind of tie into each other. And uh, if you haven't listened or watched, please do before you listen to this podcast. And next week we will be doing Mark Maron's Netflix special, Thinky Pain. So give that a watch ahead of time. And as always, like, rate, subscribe, review, share if you like what we're doing. And away we go. Please do not use gender language. (laughs) I have a point of privilege. Oops. Call on me. I have something to complain about. Okay, so here's what I have. I have a problem that I'd like to make everyone else's problem. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I have a way to start this. Let's start by saying welcome to a podcast that explains comedy in a way that people think about comedy, how comedy is. Now, our first thing we will talk about is comedy, and then comedy, and then and then and then we will talk more about comedy. And you won't remember that we talk about comedy later. But you will. And then you'll remember you remembered comedy. It's all satire, folks. Uh, yeah, so we're, we decided to... I think it was a mistake to do both of Hannah Gadsby's specials <laughs> in one episode. Well, it's for the saving grace of the second one, because I knew the second one was more yeah, comedic. You know, the, and it yeah. was. I thought it was way funnier, I obviously. Thought, I think the second one is excellent. Uh, I, and so, all right, okay. So here's the thing. The first time I watched Nanette, the first special, mm-hmm. I I was shocked and blown away and moved to tears at points and was like, wow, what a thing. Mm. And watching it again, it was a little... Like, I, I, like it was too much for me. It's pitchy. And, in a bad way. It was yeah. preachy. It was, it was luxury. Yeah, I don't know There's if it's something about um, that. I, I, here's what I, I think it comes down to. I think when I when it first came out and I was first watching it, I was not personally experiencing like an inundated, woke, like forced socialist agenda. You know, like there was yeah. this weird thing. That like, and now several years later. Now I find myself kind of like really tired of some of the half truths that are buried yeah. underneath it, mm-hmm. and I and I like I get really really frustrated with that, and so it wasn't as like like I found myself kind of like uh, like walking away from it almost, what, like once it got past the jokey jokes. Yeah, it's almost white people bummery type of like uh, like pulling you down with her type of feel it wasn't like i need you to hear my story so i feel better it was i'm going to throw my story up on you with no pretense or precursor so that i do drag you under with me yeah yeah there's something about a a bait and switch Mm -hmm. which she says was deliberate because she wanted a platform you wanted a larger platform um but i i don't like that and like like i'm never gonna watch nanette Probably for the rest of my life. Yeah, I don't know if it's repeatable. I I wouldn't have done it again this time either. Yeah, her second special, Douglas, 
I I absolutely would have gone back to. Yeah, just like this is what you call comedy. Yeah, comedy or comedy. Com- Some com- com- comedy. Yeah, she she's got she's Aussie. She's got. I don't mean to make fun of her for being overweight, but she's got B, she's B word fat. Oh, b- 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it I think it has more to do with the like Australian. Mm-hmm. But every time she was doing it, I was like, Pat Noswell would be proud. Yeah. Burr, burr. Burr. I thought that was him. It's, I, I, there's a, uh, another patent right there. So, uh, I don't know what to pick apart. I really don't. I, there's so much social context. Tr- so, like okay. so what did you, uh, was this your second time watching it? No. No, this is your first time. That's the first time for both. But you knew all about... I knew about people talking around it and going, oh, it's not comedy. So I'm like, okay, so don't approach this like a special. But I know she's considered a comedian. It, so. it was more like, um, I remember when, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember his name now. He's a Latin comic and like Broadway musical guy too. And he did a one-man show. Dave Chappelle. No. Oh gosh. Any other day I would remember his name. Anyway, it, it, it was like a one-woman show. It, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, so there's something about the structure of it that's done. There's so I think it's a British British sentiment in comedy specials. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not British, but there is a kinship between like senses of humor between Australian and uh, Australia and Britain. And there's something about they they really like to very formally structure their like their jokes mm-hmm. and their act and that i think that was a big deal in both of these specials and i could sense it for sure and obviously in the, in Douglas like she opens up the special i think quite brilliantly by describing what she's going to do for like 10 minutes and she's like this is what the special's going to be and she tells you all about it which lends a lot more weight when the punchlines come. Yeah, but also treating... I thought it was funny, but that it reminded me of like uh, Eddie Izzard. Yeah. He does that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's, it's treating us like dummies, especially because of the reaction to the first. Like, oh, it's not comedy. It's not comedy. Yeah. Like, she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I yeah. got it. Um, So there, there, there is... It's so I have a I have the complaint that's similar to that that's like yeah. this isn't comedy but it's not a it's not so much like um that you're not allowed to do things that aren't comedy it's more um you advertised this is false advertising I think is my better claim mm-hmm. I'm not complaining that she's not that she's tackling serious subjects and like actually talking about real trauma and <clears throat> like that's all okay, except for the fact that that's not what was advertised. Mm. Um, but I will say, the first time I watched it, I I it didn't I didn't care. I was in. I I, I was I I really appreciated what was happening. Um, the it's hard to describe. There's something about. It's not that it felt inauthentic. It was like the opposite. Like it was, um, yeah. It was too contrived. Probably the wrong word. Um, yeah, like self-indulgent. Yes, it was self-indulgent. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that was the thing. It's self-indulgent. Um, 
But I'm guessing, hoping that others... It didn't feel like it was worked out enough yet. Yeah, but I think she went... Well, it was the self-officiated raw. She's like, I'm telling yeah. this the first time type of thing. And you go, you know, I don't know if that's how this works. Yeah, there, I, I don't like the idea of... It, it felt like a misuse of the audience's trust to yeah. me. Like, a, an audience is placing a lot of trust in the hands of any performer, and especially mm. a stand-up comic. It's one per... We're literally saying, all of us are going to shut up and give all of our attention to you, however big the room is. We're going to give all of our attention to you, and we know you don't have... It's not like you're going to jump a motorcycle over some buses. You know, you're not going to do any magic. You're not going to sing a song. All you're going to do is stand up there and talk. And we're going to give you all of our attention, and you're going to be the one that we listen to for the next hour. And there is, like, kind of, I think there, I, I this is a bit preachy myself, but I, th I think there's something a little sacred there. Yeah. And I think it got just a, just, I, think, I think it got slightly tarnished in the, in the second half of the first special. Um, it, I don't think I don't think it was she had worked it out enough yet. Like, cause, so I know it gets compared to a TED talk a lot, like her talking about. Yeah, but it, I don't think it was at all because a TED talk is highly polished and highly practiced and very efficient, and that she's very good. She is very good at like speaking efficiently. Mm -hmm. But there was, I don't, I, it's so hard to put my finger on, but there was something about it that felt just slightly like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to be used in this way. Ready to get canceled? It felt third Reiki. Okay. Like we all, we all trusted you here. Like we're going to have, oh. we're gonna, like nationality gone wrong. Like we're going to have the best race. And they're like, yeah, of course, Germany. Yay. And he's like, no, no, no. no. Let's kill all the <laughs> Jews. Like, Whoa. Wh what? <laughs> Hold on, I, well, how did how do we go from <laughs> I like Germany to let's kill all the gypsies and Jews and all them other people? Like I, they are not German. Like, like okay. it's too late now. Holy you voted shit. for him, and now like um, it's too late. Um, oh, ah, fuck, Rob Schneider in the Longest Yard. He does the uh, you can do it like he did in Waterboy, <laughs> but he goes group hug in the showers tonight, and everyone like stops like what are you talking about? And he's like ah oh, sorry sorry, but like kidding, everyone's like. Um, trust and love and shit and then just completely yeah. throwing the bomb in like now's my chance yeah that that and 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 again i don't think it was i i don't think it i think people thought that it was out of desperation and mm -hmm. out like and from a place of weakness <clears throat> i don't think that was it at all i i think she very intelligently thought through it Weighed the costs and then were and then was like, I'm doing this, I'm putting this out. Um, and there's something weird also about in the states. That was the first time I'd ever seen her, even though she's she's been a comic for years and years, years. and years. So there's and when she recorded that first special, I believe it was in Australia. Hmm. I think it was definitely not in the states though. It was it was with an audience who knew her. So there was there's something else there too about like because of Netflix, it's not just that um, you know we're we're getting to know this comic. It's that we're getting to know this comic for the first time, and 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 the nature of that is being kind of tipped on its head 
and I think a slightly manipulative way. Yeah. And I do mean slight. I do mean it subtly because I don't. I, again, it's not nefarious. It's not. She mm-hmm. didn't. It wasn't like this horrible, horrible thing. It, but it, it did at least for me from an audience perspective. It, it hit me. I think the way it was intended the very first time, and and as history is going on, it just it doesn't, it doesn't age well. Well, yeah, it go, it goes to show now um, with social dynamics in movies now where they're trying so hard to hit a point dude like i wrote this note the people other day are listening. gonna write fucking essays about this point in history yeah. and entertainment about how yeah. weird like, and wim- like bad it yeah. was women's like, women aggrandizing like we are just the, write, we are in the dark yeah. ages yeah man. like just write a good script with a powerful woman in charge why do all of them have to be oh they're all ceos or they're all superheroes or it's the women's part now or like well, again, it's based on it's based on weird false narratives. Yeah, like if you if you actually start to ask the majority of women what they want, what they care about, and then will you touch it? Like, like <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because at the end, sometimes peepees get touched. <laughs> it's all buried. It's the um. What's what's Rogan talk about with the um beta males that are like oh. I'm so on your side, ladies. Meanwhile, they're like, oh yeah, uh, the al- uh, the ally, but not ally. There's a specific phrase the the, for it. the male feminist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah. Weird. There's there's something about everybody. Well, and also again, this 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 is the kind of problem with any type of socialism that that has just historically, consistently, always happened. Like if you go back, if you study. Uh, Russia or Maoist China, if you study the USSR, like all of this stuff, like what happens is for them it was class based rather than race based or identity based. You know, for them it was about cl- what class are you in. But there's always people who are willing to out social justice you. And so the, the pool gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and everybody's trying to, and like, and then they end up executing people. Yeah, and not to say I don't. I really don't think that's going to happen in the United States at all. I, no. I'm not worried about that, but I am worried about the kind of the metaphor of um, we can't solve. So I, I, I got in so many discussions and arguments about um, like police violence against black people with woke people who are really doing their honestly doing their best to try and like be an ally. Um, but they're they're so entrenched in the like the necessary wokeness that you have to be that they can't actually look at the real real problem, and so it's like, hey man, I, like I want to look at this from an engineering standpoint. Like I want to figure out how we get less dead black people. That's my end goal, and I don't care how we fucking do it so long as we're not like you know marching over anybody else's rights. Like let's let's do whatever it takes to get there, and so anything's on the table. Like let's talk about it, you know. And it's the opposite. It's like no, we're gonna talk about it, but because you're a white male, you can't talk about it. So all you can do is listen. It's like, well, what if what if there's a white guy out there with a really great idea? Are we just gonna judge the idea based on the like that? This feels like a step backwards, not a step forward. Yeah, well, there's no way there is. Like, and it, we're not and, gonna assume. And there's, it feels it's so frustrating because it feels like we can't separate mm-hmm. the no the nobility of actual progress versus the 
kind of the the vocal minority who will use that that goal to try and like gain status and yeah. influence and have control over other people. And that I mean that, that is literally the history of USSR, Maoist China, North Korea, Cuba, like Tax all the, the worst places in the world that you can think of. Tax the rich, feed the poor, <clears throat> everyone's equal, everyone's equal. <laughs> yeah, it like it, <laughs> yeah. so there there's something about all of that in the it, very quickly ramping up in in the recent years and me being increasingly frustrated with it that really made this special not age well. Now, I, I will say also, that being said, I think Hannah does a great job of taking the piss out of some of the wokeness, too. Yeah. I think she yeah. actually is, a lot of her humor is undercutting some of the hypocrisy that's yeah. there, too. While also, like, and she playfully, like, I, I think she does a good job of keeping a lot of things playful, like mm-hmm. jokes. These are jokes. Yeah, I'm lesbian. I can say that. You can't tell me. I, you can't tell me I can't. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also, even even when she is kind of like getting at me, particularly, who is much more moderate, much more like kind of like, yeah, no, I think capitalism is good, and you can blame a lot of things on the patriarchy, sure, but also the Western civilization, which you claim is a patriarchy, is. Responsible for a lot of really great and wonderful things like, I don't know, freedom and democracy and the pill and women's suffrage and civil rights and freedom, you know, in, in almost every, uh, like, like Western society, there's, like, freedom and democracy. Like, these are great things, you know, like, and, you know, so there is something going on here, but then she kind of gets at it and is like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got me on that one. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you're right about that. And I think she does a good job of keeping it that way. It's it, it does feel like rubbing elbows more than like hardcore being lectured. Yeah, which was the first one. The second one came around and was like, let's be funny now because none of you could take the first one. Which, by well, the way, you're all here. Why the fuck are you all here? <laughs> so she, she even references, she makes the joke. Uh, well, okay, hold on. There was something else I wanted to... So the, criti- the criticism of her that... Oh, it's a lecture. I don't think that's actually accurate. Because here's the thing. When she actually gets into the very serious bits about, or serious parts about her her trauma and her abuse and all, and she still very occasionally will pepper a joke in, which is well done, well done, you know. But she, it didn't, feel to me at least like she was pointing a finger like and again i get a a, any straight white male today will get a lot of finger wagging that's Mm -hmm. that's just kind of part of it you know like fair enough i get it like we everybody's got their cross to bear and if that's all mine is then great you know (laughs) like i'll take it that's fine but i didn't feel like she was finger wagging at me during the serious parts there was a little bit of finger wagging, but I think it was in good fun and, and jesty in some of the earlier in the like the first half of the jokey jokes. Yeah, and, and uh, like we can do that all day. Like if if it's a, if it's a joke and a jest that has some kind of like a little stingy truth in it, that's I think that's exactly what comedy's for. And I think she does a good job at that. I don't think she was luxury uh, in the serious parts of her first special. I, I think it was more about the like, hey, you're you're, I mean, your your ass is kind of showing here a little bit, mm-hmm. 
in a bad way, not in a not in a vulnerable good way. It's a little bit like you you taken advantage of of a of a covenant that we made, you know, an unspoken agreement. Now we're watching we your shit on stage. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I don't I don't I didn't I don't really want that. I'm I'm not signing up for that. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a right to do it, but I I I don't th- I think it's a slight misuse of the stage. Mm. Um, now, what you're saying about the second one, I I I loved the second one. I completely. I I she references uh, the the very difficult second album for for every band that ever has a successful first album, and I thought that was a really perfect metaphor and. I think she nailed it. Mm-hmm. It was entire. It was <clears throat> not entirely different, but it was like obviously very different in tone, and it was also in response to what was going on in the first album, and it was a demonstration of like a new level of ability. Oh, you did. It is. Yeah. Okay. It good, just, good. Just, God, it just the screen moved and I panicked. <laughs> I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Oh my God. Uh, no, I, I get so panicky about yeah. the software. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I thought I actually think, in a band way, this was a an excellent second album, like better than the first kind of a thing. Thoughts? That's it. <laughs> I mean, the name. I think the name Douglas was from. It was her dog's her name dog, or something, yeah. um, but it tied again into another um, a social like uh, waypoint. I don't know the criticism of like men naming everything. So it yeah. got to like um, what's it called? But like above the gooch between oh the, the front Douglas and the back pouch. Yeah, the, the pouch of the, Douglas. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, some guy just found some part not named and goes, yeah, I'll name it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, like. Taking the piss out out of the patriarchy, yeah, but also in in jest and in fun, and it like I think that's that works really really well. I mm-hmm. think she does that well, uh, and I can get on board with it. And and genuinely laughed at uh, the second special. I laughed a lot more. Yeah, look, I was really enjoying it. Yeah, it's just that first that first when she like needed it to get out or something, and like a. Well, I don't she know if was we need very, very nervous in the first one, too. Yeah. I, d- I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but this time I was like, oh, she she's like nervous laughing a mm. lot because she's the only one in the room that knows what's coming. Yeah. And now that I know what's coming, I can sense the nervousness. And I think that was one of the things that worked really, really well about the second album or the second special is that she was she just came out and took control of the room mm-hmm. much better she like i it, it was it was a like okay i trust you which is what always has to happen between an audience and a and a comic you know like the audience has to on some level like turn over the reins and be like we trust where you're going go ahead take us with you and she even taught like one of the things she does. She is it's a very meta thing, but she talks about the jokes she's going to tell. Yeah, and kind of picks apart the jokes she's going to tell. And she talked in the first special about like tension, release, tension, release, and that that's an like an intrinsic thing of comedy. Yeah. The second, ironically, in the second special, she does that a lot better. Like because I'm I'm willing to follow her more deeply into the tension, because I don't. I'm not worried about being preached at. Yeah, and is that it, or is it just she approached it right in the second one? Like, because she was still preaching. There's still like, 
I know tension because I grew up with it my entire life until I finally came out to my mom. Oh my God, I forgot. I didn't come out to my grandma. I'd quite forgotten I to come out to grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was still the first one, though. That was all in the first special. It was? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was? Yeah, it was. It was? Yeah, she talks about coming out to her mom, um, and then she talks about grandma asking her about um, <laughs> a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she was, that's what I realized. I'd quite forgotten to come out to grandma. <laughs> and the reason I remember it is because that was, that was uh, my hard laugh for the first one. Oh, okay. That was the one this time that I laughed at the most. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those peppers through too. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it's kind of like a like a preacher having a good joke. Like, okay, this is a little heavy. Yeah. Need some air, please. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah, had you got to release the tension, yeah. guys. Yeah. You got to release yeah. Um yeah, she again it would have been a great sermon, you know? <laughs> and and I'm only talking about the second half. The first half of the specials, I think, stands on its own, except mm. for the fact that I could see that she was nervous, and it, I can feel it. Like she's she's just not she's a little distracted. She's not quite as with the audience as as she was in the second one. Yeah. The second one, she's like very present, very in command, very like confident about where she's going, um, and which makes me relax. Like, oh, good. I don't have to, but when when there's a nervous comic on stage, I feel nervous. I get yeah. nervous for them. Yeah, there's and like it's, a, I, it's really hard to laugh when you're nervous and anxious. It's that lack of control of the room. Yeah, it's the oh no, the ship's going down, and we're all going down with it. Yeah, or we're gonna and, have to leave. And there's something very different about um, a comic. I think I think one of the jobs of the comic early on is to establish the confidence that like, hey, if the ship goes down, I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care. We're doing this. Yeah. Like I this I I didn't come here for you people. I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And there's something or some version of that, you know. And I again, the second special, I think she just did that far better. Yeah. She came out and then I the so there's an Eddie Izzard bit in Dress to Kill, which is a fantastic special. It should be like top it should be like required reading for anybody who wants to get into stand-up comedy. <laughs> um so he he does the whole act of Dress to Kill. It's like an hour-long special that was on HBO like forever. Uh, I've seen it so many times because it was on HBO all the time. Um, and then as the encore, he co- oh, and I actually I don't know I can't I think I read something that he wants to be she now. Yeah, is it she? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So back then it was he was he, and I don't I don't know what to do here. I, just trust my heart is good. I like Eddie Izzard, I, and Eddie Izzard can do whatever he or she would like to do. I yeah. have no problems with that, um, and nor should anyone else. For that, please matter. do not. Yeah, <laughs> please do not use gendered language. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, anyway, Eddie Izzard's "Dress to Kill" encore is coming out on stage and then basically repeating the whole act in French. And it's hilarious, even though most everybody in the audience does not speak French. Yep. But there's something about we there's something about the like telling the audience where you're going and then doing exactly what's expected. So a lot of a lot of humor is based on subverting the expectation, twisting it in a way. But there's also something very hilarious about saying exactly where you're going and then going and doing it. Yeah. And it's the it's the equivalent of like I'm going to uh, no matter what, I'm just going to keep walking forward. 
and you keep walking forward, and it's like there's a brick wall, and you just walk into the brick wall. Yeah, you know, there, and there's some there is something inherently kind of funny about d like labeling exactly where you're going and then perfectly going there. Eddie Izzard did that. It was the first comic I ever noticed doing that overwhelmingly well, um, and and then Hannah Gatsby l literally opens with it. I I thought that worked well. Like, what did you? It feels like I you mean, didn't like it. It was weird. You didn't like I it. I thought it was just going too long. I thought it was going to be like a okay. I got you for the most part. So let's go next. But no, kept just going, kept, kept, kept going, going and going. See, I liked it because I thought there were enough punchlines in the description. There were there were enough like laugh moments as she would just she was describing mm. that I didn't feel like um, put out. You know, and there was something very. I thought there was something very cheeky about the, like when she talks about being dis, uh, diagnosed as, with autism. He's like, "What you, what you don't know, but you, you know, <laughs> like that. Those, all that little stuff throughout the uh, the entire special, I thought worked really, really well. Yeah. Um, and I again, this this is all in the British style of like highly structured specials. Um. I don't. What so? What just just broadly speaking, what did you think of the first special and the second? Like, ju like, did you like it or not? The the first one, if it's a yes or a no, it's a no. Okay. And then the second one's definitely a yes. Okay. The second one was great. Yeah. The first one had its moments, and I I was interested, but not in a comedic sense. I was interested in a I never thought about it that way since, or you made me think this way since, yeah. or, or like that. You call it TED Talk if you want, but there were no like researched points or anything. It was kind of her telling her own life experiences. I, it was, I, that's why I think it, it's more one woman show kind of yeah. area. Yeah, it's more it's autobiographical. Yeah, yeah. But it also it gets to this point too, and I respect it. Of if you don't care about it, then don't fucking watch it. Again, it doesn't oh, have yeah. to be. Oh, I don't like this kind of comedy. It's anything you don't like, just turn it off. Right? Why are you? Yes. Having to critique me? Why Absolutely. do I have to come out to you? Why do I? Yeah. Like it would never occur to me to send her a message. Yeah. Telling her why I didn't like whatever yeah. I did. Like <laughs> what? Get the fuck out! Like yeah. get the fuck out of here! Don't watch it then. Like how much time do you have? Yeah. You know, like and and also it wouldn't be like I again I really liked the first half. Mm. I like. I remember thinking, like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, like this. I like the. the yeah. It's the, it's got this kind of. It, again, it's like a British flavor of comedy. I I don't know if like all Australian comics kind of are like in that same vein of British comics. Um, who's the really big guy? Jeff. Uh, uh Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Uh, he's definitely not Eddie Izzard. He's I think he's more in the the vein of like Boston. Yeah. He's more like a Bill Burr to me. <laughs> he's, uh, uh, yeah, in his own world and is the king of that world. Like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, um, I miss his show. He had a show on Comedy Central that I never really got to see. No, I don't know. Uh, it, he was he was great in it. <laughs> I've seen clips and they're they're great. <laughs> it's really silly. Um, but yeah, no, Hannah Gatsby was more in the like British. Like um, Jack White, Whitehall, White, uh, James Emoff? Gordon, Jack Emoff, <laughs> Jack, Jack he or she. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, ja genders. Jack them off. <laughs> Do not use Do not. language. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Catherine. Oh, oh damn it! Oh, I, I need to. Yeah, I need to get more up to date on British comics. 
anyway, there's a, there's a lot of British comics who, and they always use language really, or at least English really well. Yeah. Like, there is something to the, we invented it, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and I, like, there was so much wordplay in Douglas that the audience couldn't keep up. When she, like, when she was talking about the, uh, she, was ta- she, they, she got into the autism thing and talking about asking the teacher about the box, yeah. what's the box made of, and can I eat the box? And then she's like, come on, a baby dyke asking to eat a box. And I don't <laughs> think the audience got it. Nope. I, they passed right over it. Well, box is purely American. It, well, it for- she, she was in America when she recorded it. Okay. She recorded it in the states. Yeah, because she had a, and she had a bunch of material about you Americans. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Um, but that like there there were there were that's the one that stuck stuck out to me that I took a note on. Mm-hmm. There were at least two other moments where I noticed that that was some serious like oh meta joke was another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever met a joke? Met- meta joke. Met- and they were like meta joke meta, meta. They weren't going with her on it. They didn't nope. understand it. And she does a lot of that kind of stuff, and and then there and then there's all the times when it did work, when it was a little simpler actually, but mm-hmm. it was still wordplay, and and I I like that a lot. I grew up. My mom was an English teacher, so I. Like, but a, a good wordplay, not why the chicken cross the road, and then some like, you yeah. know, tweaky joke that has to do with chickens crossing road. Like she was, makes jokes about yeah. puns, but she didn't. It's it's not just puns. Yeah, nobody likes that. It's word. It's play on words. It's it's actual turning of the language like on its head in a yeah. very fun way. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I'm down to get to favorites, unless you want to address the elephant. In the okay, room, which is social and gender construct shit. Do not <laughs> use gendered language. So are we doing favorites from both or? Yeah, well, just I, overall? I kind of spilled the beans on my first favorite. Yeah, so that was mine too. Because I thought it was in the second one, and now yeah, I and now I figured one. out my second one. Okay. <laughs> so the first one, I guess, for both of us was her finally, finally, finally coming out to Ma. The, I'd then, quite forgotten to come out to Grandma. Yeah. So okay, so <laughs> that was I'll, that was hilarious. I'll spin off of that one and um, use your word that her cheeky language, or at least her cheeky um, choice of language, while she was talking, and she had her little like, okay, would she <laughs> kind of mumble off to the side? As she was up on stage in front of people. Right. And you're like, you can do that. <laughs> or she was just talking. Just it like, feels hey. like that's also very British, too. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like throw away some punchlines. Yeah. She's like, she wouldn't really understand about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she, she, oh, she also does a lot of like, um, well, let's just say, uh, like anti, let, let's just say that vaccines, vaccines do cause autism. They don't. They don't <laughs> like she does that a lot. Yeah, yeah, and right. I th- and like that always kind of makes me chuckle. It's always yeah. an easy laugh for me. <laughs> but say I agree with you, I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, that was the second one. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, that yeah. There's the still, vaccines was still the a light, one. a light feeling like you're on our side. I feel mm-hmm. you on our side. You're yelling at us. Yeah. Um, so our first technically matched. My second one was when she brought up Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, and I'm like, oh, in the second spin. Yes. <laughs> It's like, and these four are the Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, what did you say? Um, talking about her art degree and how it, it has no relevance to anything in life. And then she goes, let's make it relevant, shall we? Yeah. And she <laughs> has a PowerPoint like with a bunch of art history on how women look dumb in every single portrait of art. Right. Oh, she's holding an apple, waiting for... Always three naked women dancing in a forest, <laughs> which is the favorite hobby throughout history of women. 
or um, what was the one of the painting where she was yelling at the uh, painter for having to draw the crotch for too long? She was like, a woman's box drawing the crotch. This is what he spent time on. Like, because it was like perfect. Was it the, was it the the fabric up the crack? Yes, that was yes. the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was a decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That there was the, so the the art stuff was actually, kind of brilliant because I it, loved it, was, it. It was just like one offs. Yep. It was. It reminded me of kind of um, it's like, like a, a class, Mitch Hedbergy kind yeah, of yeah, or a class clown. You just someone yeah, sitting next, someone one-offs. sitting next to you, like yeah, oh, look at those ladies sitting yeah. up there. Ain't they funny, yeah? Like <laughs> yeah. Um, what was my okay? I have to actually look it up. What was my the one that made me laugh? Oh oh, I thought this was. I thought not only did I laugh hard, but I thought this was a brilliant fucking joke. It's when she was talking about Nanette mm-hmm. in Douglas, and and like how people were describing it as lecturing or monologue or whatever, and she's like, you know, and then she descri- and then she kind of makes the point. It's like whatever, who cares? Like I wanted it to have the broadest audience possible, and so I called it comedy, <laughs> and yeah, so maybe I tricked some people into watching something. Which is technically a joke. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, really. Yeah. I thought that was like perfectly. Ju- yeah. It's it, the, like you couldn't have a better response from a comic than to do that. It was perfectly self-aware and also like a real like punch in the cr- like you're all mad. Dick, you just you know? got got. <laughs> you just gotten had. That's what happened there. <laughs> Which is technically a, a joke. joke. <laughs> <sighs> that that made me laugh very hard and i and i was like oh my god that's a brilliant joke <laughs> like that is a brilliant way to put that it just there's there was a ton and i do kind of feel like going through it again just to see like what we missed but other the second than that, special i will watch again yeah the second special i will get bored one day and be like i don't know what's up What's up on Netflix? Just like I do with like Eddie Izzard yeah. or or uh, or Eddie Murphy or yeah. any of the other Eddie Eddies that are out there. Like I'll just like kind of go through and be like, oh, I haven't watched this one in a while. Um, I don't think I'll ever do that with the first one. <laughs> yeah, it just was the. I mean, she nailed it on the head in Douglas at the beginning of saying like, I just named it comedy, so that yeah, so people would go, oh, I wonder, I yeah. wonder, I wonder, I wonder, and then it it kind of just didn't. I wouldn't say it didn't pan out, but man, it took a turn. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, I could I could go on and on and talk about the yeah. nuance. Yeah, it almost that. like it the almost like Carlin out when Carlin got super old, and you're like, oof, he's getting real dark. <laughs> like, what's going on here, man? Are you angry about something? And then he died a week later, and you're like, well, okay, maybe, oh, that's, okay. maybe that's what it was. He was dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe that's <laughs> it. Um, uh, yeah, there was something about the. Uh, I, so okay, here's the real issue that I take with almost all woke stuff. When I take issue with it, I don't take issue with all like social progress, uh, social justice stuff. I think there's a big need for a lot of it, but in this particular format, what seems to happen to me is 
Like, okay, you're talking about your experience. Fair enough. And you're the expert on that. Absolutely. Also, you're underlying you're, you're like interlacing or undergirding or you're there's there's all of these other social assumptions that are far broader have far more implication and that you are not just not an expert but you're fucking stupid about yeah like you have no fucking clue what you're talking about and that's that is the problem is is when like social justice warriors take their personal experience and then they say yeah and everyone else like in my identity group is having the same experience and that constitutes research yeah and that means that this is true no matter and if you say otherwise or even ask a question about it yeah and you're a fucking bigot yeah and it's that and the, the and, gravitas of fascism comes out yeah and like she heavy. she never said anything like that, but and, and I think that's why I received it better the first time than mm -hmm. I did the second time. Now I have seen so much of that shit that it kind of that anytime someone starts to talk about their personal experience, particularly from an identity bigotry perspective, it's it does start to like imply a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like I'm. I'm really just done with the um, making very broad blanket statements about everything with absolutely no authority or research to back it up or information at all. And if you start to ask these questions of them, then they get really mad and call you Super a bigot. Yep. And like, and I it has literally happened to me. I'm like I I've, I've talked with somebody about. <laughs> I've talked with a few people, but one person in particular, I remember, like I was talking with them about an interaction that they had. It was one interaction they had with one police officer, and I was like, "Okay, well, wait, hold on, tell me," because you're. She was leaping to these wild conclusions. I was going, "Whoa, whoa, hold, hold on, hold on." I, I'm I, like, I hear how you felt, but you're you're now claiming that all police officers are like this and that everyone is a, is a racist and everyone does this like that's not fair it's not fair to to make that claim you know also that you want to be on this team too kind of feels like it like a that's happened to me so now i can be with them now i can now i have some kind of well, like well and that's how that's exactly how some like some kind of currency um, or something the the worst parts of socialism Work, that's exactly what always happens to socialism. Mm. There is such a pressure to be on the team that's not going to get beheaded by the revolutionaries. That, like, who you like, and like, if there's a if if it ever works in America, I'm going to be fucked because we're literally recording it. <laughs> I'm going to be on record saying like, no, I think people should have the opportunity to. Practice even unhealthy thoughts so that we can actually work out the real work of what is true and what matters and, and what is effective. And if that if somebody has to ask a question that's like, well, I don't know, was it racist when that happened? And your immediate response is, shut up and sit shut down, yeah. you racist. And it's like, nope, I'm out. I hate this. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't support it at all. Mm. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to uh, marry Antoinette. Me, like I just, I'm <laughs> not into it. I'll, I will, I, I will smile as the guillotine comes down, if that's the choice. Like I just can't live in a society where you're not allowed to speak your mind, 
not, and I, I don't mean irresponsibly. I like I don't mean like causing active harm and. But I even hesitate to use the phrase hate speech because it has become so over, overused and like yeah. somebody calling you the R word is not hate speech. Somebody inciting people to violence against you because you are a certain gender or because you love a certain way or what, that's hate speech. But being like, hey, you fucking whatever, like that's not hate speech. That is, you know, somebody being ignorant, somebody showing their ass and like, yeah, don't hang out with that guy, like whatever, make your choices. But hate speech is things that actually harm people. Mm. And, uh, and there is something going on where we're, we're being so aggressively funneled into a particular format, uh, like a view of the world that I, I just... I, th- I think the world is far more nuanced than that, and I would like to have yeah. more variety in the discussion yeah. than that. Um, much like Nanette, this has gone down a dark road. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> she kind of no invites the discussion, yeah, she doesn't she? The discussion. <laughs> yeah. um, in closing, I think, you saying that, um, oh, I had it. Comedy. I lost yeah, it. Comedy. No. Damn it. Damn it, I'm good. It's okay. Well, you know, it'll come back. And then you can tell me, and I'll be the it'll, only it'll, one who knows about <laughs> it. And I'll feel special. Like, oh, there he is. And all these assholes who are listening to us. No, I'm kidding. I yeah, love you. Yeah. <laughs> don't go. Please don't go. <laughs> come back. Oh, that reminds me. Loneliness. That's what it is. Oh, That's perfect. what it is. I knew if I talked long enough. <laughs> like, don't leave me. Come back. I'll, I'll be aggressive with you. I'll yell at people too. I'll be. I'll call them bigots. Just yeah. don't leave me. Please don't hate. Yeah. Please yeah. don't leave me on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be out there. I can't be out there. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. It, yeah. It's a. It's a powerful weapon that's being weaponized against us. I don't like it. I like it. So comedy. Good times. <laughs> America's doomed, and we, no, I don't we, think America. Um. What's our next? Oh, uh, what is our next? So we did a lesbian lady. Should we do a gay guy? John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, does Tim Dillon have a um, a special? I don't think he does. I can't. Yeah, I, I don't think. I, I've only seen bits of him in like podcasts. We could him. just watch him rant as Megan McCain. Yeah. And just, oh, could, oh, you know what? We should do a Mark Maron one. Oh, okay. I fucking love Mark Maron. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched him, ever. Uh, all right. I'll, I mean, I always put it in the intro. We'll, okay. When we're done recording, we'll pick one of the Mark Maron specials, and uh, we'll do that one. I know he's got at least a couple or three on Netflix right now. All right. Everybody go yell at somebody for yelling at lesbians. Yeah. And Make the world a better place by yelling at each other. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs>